welcome to Barren Not Broken. This is your host, Bonnie Ruth, and I'm so excited because I have my friend Nicole with me from 1212 Ministries. We met like, what, a year ago? I think so, yeah. Through a mutual friend, and we have been able to partner on some fun things, and it's just been an honor to get to know you, and I'm so excited to have you. We've tried to I know, we've tried this, this a few times. A million times, <laughs> but you're here and I feel like it's the right time. I feel like it's the right conversation. And so yes. tell us a little bit about you. Thank you for that awesome introduction. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I just adore you and your sweet family. I mean, I'm glad that we were able to connect. Major shout out to Tiffany Joe Baker yes. for introducing us. Um, but yeah, I just think I love what you're doing. I love your heart just for God's people and for him. And I just had to give you a quick shout out. Thank you. I appreciate that, girl. But yeah, a little bit about me. My name's Nicole and I am a former Justin Timberlake backup dancer. And now um, she's got skills. (laughs) She's got skills. And now just in ministry and and just mm. trying to walk the path mm. uh, that the Lord has for me um, and not ignoring <laughs> what he has for me yeah. uh, because I want something different. Yeah. But um, yeah, something a little fascinating is that my husband, he is 21 years older than I am. Um, and so if you want to do the math, I just turned 40 this year and we have a sweet little miracle baby. Her name is Delaney Love. And yeah, I mean, I, I am living a purposeful life, uh, but it took a long time to get here, mm-hmm. a really long time to get here, because um, I am definitely a recovering people pleaser and <laughs> Girl, perfectionist. Girl, you're in the right room right here. <laughs> and perfectionist. And so just um, trying to trying to let the Lord lead mm-hmm. um, and see where he, where he wants me to go. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, that's where we connect. We both, uh, are recovering people pleasers. Um, but you know what I love that you said is living on purpose with purpose. And that's something that I have admired about you is you are constantly going after what does purpose look like in my life? Whether it be this month or next year or yesterday, like where do I find the purpose? Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us a little bit about 1212 Ministries, because that is such an incredible ministry that is helping women um, connect on on a level that's not just about the grief and trauma that they've been through, Mm -hmm. but it's about finding that purpose in God. So tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. Can I tag team really quick about um, just about purpose? Because I know it looks different for everybody. And for so long... You know, I would just look at other people and they would just have this glow about them. It was like they were doing exactly what they were called to do. And I didn't, I could not, you know, communicate that. I didn't, I didn't know how to articulate it to be like, okay, what is it about this person? But they are just like right in their lane. It is like what they are called to do. And I finally realized that that is freedom in Christ. Mm, like yeah. that is freedom yeah. is when we can walk into our purpose. And so yeah, I just, I had to say that because I good. just, again, remember even people like singing worship or whatever, just looking to be like, Hey, I want to be like them, yeah. but what is it? Cause yeah. I'm not a singer. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. cannot hold a tune, but yeah. what is it about them? And it's yeah. just that they're walking in their purpose. Okay. I'm going to tag that. So <laughs> what's really interesting about that is when you're, when you're walking in and you're um, when it's been part of your story or when you're helping people who have walked through infertility, mm-hmm. childlessness, miscarriage, loss, 
um, we don't feel like we have purpose in yeah. the middle of the, like there's one goal, mm-hmm. but it feels purposeless in the midst of it. Yes. And so what I love about your heart is you've stepped into this community of people that you yourself have walked through difficulty having your sweet, which I love Delaney love. Like really, <laughs> that is the cutest name ever. Um, and she's super cute. You want to follow Nicole <laughs> on social media because her daughter is adorable. Um, but you had to fight to have that miracle. And I can only imagine the moments where you just felt like, will I feel purpose in my life? Will I have mm-hmm. that glow? Yes. And I think this community often just feels purposeless mm-hmm. in the midst mm-hmm. of our trauma and our grief and the things that we're walking, the things that we're hoping for. Um, and so I love that that's like the message of your life because you have not just said you wanted it, but you are doing what it it takes for you, Nicole, which is yeah. very different than what it would take for me, Bonnie or Ruth. Um, to find that purpose and to have that sense of fulfillment and joy and that grace-filled life because purpose doesn't mean a perfect life, Yeah, which we just both talked about. Mm-hmm. Like we're recovering people pleasers <laughs> and perfectionists and how you find purpose being those people, it's a lot of freaking work. Yes. Like let's yeah. be honest. Um, and so I just, I admire how you have navigated that, how you are navigating that but your heart to help other people navigate that. So thanks for speaking into mm-hmm. that because it's true. It's true. I appreciate that. I was, to be super honest, I was tearing up a little bit mm-hmm. only because, you know, I, the Lord was so kind um, to just to reveal to me is just that, you know, the hopes of us expanding our family, it's, yeah. it's a no go, yeah. you know, like yeah. in how, how I serve Mm. and serve his people is just going to look different. Yeah. You know? And so it, I'm still kind of processing through that Mm. and to say, okay, Lord, this is a no, but yet I still have purpose. Yeah. You know? And so that was really encouraging. That's right. That's good. Okay. Tell us. Oh yeah. Sorry. We could go all day on that topic. So you guys, 1212 is just a women's ministry. Uh, We are a 501c3, and we just support women walking through infertility and pregnancy loss. Mm -hmm. Um, I started 1212 back in 2017 just through my experience with infertility and early uh, pregnancy loss. And I just remember taking things into my own hands Mm -hmm. you know like so many times that we've we've read that in the bible that people were just like hey let me try it this way yeah (laughs) you know and i just remember the lord reminding me Mm -hmm. of just like hey i'm in control you don't have control over this situation you've got to just leave it alone and let it go um and so that was that was an interesting time. Yeah, because that ain't easy. <laughs> that word from the Lord, you're like, okay, how am I supposed to do that? You know, like yeah, yeah. That, that was that was really interesting. And then two, um, I am just an entrepreneur at heart, and yes, so I've probably tried to start like twenty businesses throughout throughout my teen and and early you know early adult life, yeah. and even now, like I just love the idea of creating and encouraging. And so just when the Lord was just like, Hey, guess what? No, we're not going to expand your family, but you are going to have this ministry where you can pour into other people and use your gifts to glorify me. That is the yes. That's good. You know, that's good. Well, I think it's really beautiful. Um, and you and I have talked like, that's not easy. Like, you know, people can hear this podcast and be like, Mm -hmm. Oh great, Nicole. I see. Okay. You're one of those people who just like, (laughs) 
moved on and got over it, but that's not true. Oh, like, yeah, you no. have had to walk a tough mm-hmm. path. You've had emotions, you've had feelings, you have you've had physical things, you've you've had anxiety, you've had moments yes, yeah. of difficulty to get to that yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, a lot of times we can listen to podcasts like this and we either one dismiss someone because we don't know their whole story. Or two, we can minimize their pain. Mm-hmm. And I just want listeners to understand, like, you can take stock in the fact that saying yes was not easy. Right. You can take stock in the fact that navigating that took a lot of conversations with God. Yes. And and a lot of <laughs> conversations with your hubby. You know, mm-hmm. like, I know he's such an encourager and he's a truth speaker. Yes. Like, he ain't oh, going to yeah. let you let you get by with... No. <laughs> Let you get by with thinking the the thoughts that don't need to be there. But that's a lot to navigate. It's not easy to get there. But what I appreciate is you've gotten there for yourself, but now you're championing other women who have gone through the same thing Mm -hmm. to get there as well. Whether their yes ends up being three kids. Yes. Or their yes ends up being a new business and Mm -hmm. they don't have any children. You know, Um, just like Jason and I, you've championed us from our first phone call um, just like, girl, you need to, and girl, and this, yes. and you have just <laughs> called it out, and and we don't have kids, right? So it doesn't matter what our yes is. Um, I feel like you are someone who champions people to their yes, and that's what I hope people will hear today when they're listening to our conversation, and what they hear as you've shared just a snippet of your story is that they are going to hear that you are championing other people's yes, mm-hmm. and I hope they feel that. Like, I, I got goosebumps <laughs> Like, I hope through the airways, yes, um, yeah. through this Bare Not Broken podcast today, that people are going to feel you championing them. Um, and as you share, just as we conversate, I just feel like, you know, I want to encourage the listeners, like, open up your heart, open up your mind, be willing to find the pieces and the nuggets that may not be the same, but they are exactly what you need for your own story. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we listen and we are looking for the same thing. We're looking to identify. And what I want to encourage is sometimes where we find the most help, where we find the most encouragement, where we find the most championing is when it's the difference. Yeah. And so what Nicole and I might share today might be very different than where a listener is at. But girl, <laughs> I, I think they can grab some things. I feel like we can give some nuggets in our conversation that will help them to find like that place of encouragement. Yeah. So. Okay, so we were talking, we just had lunch, and we were talking about showing up um, in different environments and what that's like for different groups of people. Um, I fall in the childless, not by choice category, although my listeners know I don't like categories, <laughs> but I do fall in that, and I, and I do have to own that. That's part of my story. Um, you fall in this category where you've walked through infertility, mm-hmm. you've walked through pregnancy loss, you have your miracle baby, you're a boss babe, like showing up in mom groups, like with your computer and your phone because <laughs> yeah. you're getting business done. And so we were both talking about how we can show up in different environments and feel like we stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. And what, what actually full on convicted me <laughs> was you're telling me that you felt that way today in a, in a specific environment that you were in. And I just looked at you like, oh, like you feel that way? Because I'm 
that person that was sitting back here, like, <laughs> thinking, oh, Nicole, yeah, she's awesome. Like, she probably... No, you actually totally know how I feel yes, in different yeah. environments. It's just for a different reason. Yep. So I just want to chat about that a little bit. Like, <laughs> So tell us how you felt today in this group environment that you were in. Because yes, I think yeah. that spurred our combo. I know. And so just in Bible study today, I'm with an amazing group of yeah. women. And they just all happen to be moms. Yeah but of multiple children and they are also stay at home moms. And so I kind of stick out a little bit because I only have one child and also I still work. I run a business and a ministry. And so I completely just felt alienated because, you know, my life is different from theirs. You know, I am showing up and my phone is ringing. I'm (laughs) on my computer, you know, and they, you know, no one can under Jesus and to get some stuff done, lady. (laughs) Both. I'm here for these both, you know, these two things. And so, but two, I just was like, oh wait, maybe I need to find a different group, you know, of moms with either, or even not even, or just women who are still maybe working, who are entrepreneurs and either have, no kids or just one kid, Yeah, you know? And then I just thought, okay, wait, no, there's something, you know, that we can all learn from each other, but still, yeah. I was just like, wait a second. Yeah. I'm just like you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, that's what spurred our convo is we all show up in different environments and can feel alienated Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. For Jace and I, a lot of times it's, we don't have kids. That's the first thing that people ask if we're in a new environment. Yeah. And if we're in a, a familiar environment, we can still feel like we stand out because the conversation bends to a certain topic or goes in a certain direction. But what's hard about it is we we don't necessarily, actually, we aren't standing out, but what happens is we feel that. We feel mm-hmm. that sense of difference. We feel that sense of, okay, um, you're not really sure how to handle me. Yeah. One thing that you said earlier that really hit me was, like you were there to connect. Like you mm-hmm. were fully ready to be connected to, to connect with. But it was like this sense that they didn't know how to connect with you. And that's kind of what like sparked me. It was like, yes. wait, like why do we do that to mm-hmm. people? Why do we do that to each other, especially as women? You know, and I was sharing how there's some mom friends that I have. And it's like they don't typically think to hang with Bonnie Ruth who has no kids because I don't understand their life. Mm-hmm. I don't like I'm I give you that like I'm not a mom but what I can bring to their life like I'm fully ready let's go hang like I'll bring your kids I'll change their diaper like I'm ready to connect but a lot of times the other side isn't ready to connect mm-hmm. um, back and I think that that's really sad because then what we do is we put each other in a box yeah and then we also alienate each other in a way where we no longer have access to gain from each other. So what happens is when you felt alienated in that group, those women actually, I was joking earlier, but like they could learn how to manage their life in a way that like you're showing up boss babe in it and you've got it figured out and it's something that they lack maybe. Mm -hmm. Or you might can learn from them that even though they have multiples, there might be some cool things they do with their three kids that you haven't thought to do with Delaney Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, I only have one. But it would work and it would be incredible thing for your family. So all that to say, like, tell me more about it (laughs) because I want to hear from your thoughts. But I, I genuinely just, my heart grieves because I, 
stepping into this childless, not by choice community, you know, vein of my life, I'm, I'm sensing that more Mm -hmm. and it saddens me because I don't want to see those divisions, those walls, um, those disconnects happening when I feel like the more difference we have in our worlds, yeah, the better we are, you know? I don't know. Tell me what you think. Yes. I'm with you. I think one, we just, we have to do better with um, our connection Mm -hmm. and connecting with others. Because you, you mentioned this earlier, just, can we find some different questions to to ask each other? You know, instead of being like, hey, how many kids do you have? Are you married? You know, let's, let's try to get to the heart, you know, of someone and not just about, you know, who they are on this, you know, earthly earthly realm yeah so I think the first thing is just you know maybe we can come up with some better questions (laughs) yeah yeah because you know even showing up in that group right it would feel natural to say like oh how many kids do you have Mm -hmm. but for someone like you not that this is you but for someone like you you're you're an entrepreneur you have one child that question could actually sting if Mm -hmm. they said oh how many kids do you have yeah and it does sting it stings every single time yeah and so it's like even in that group where that seems like a socially acceptable question, Mm -hmm. it's still not the right question. Yeah. Because you don't know, even those moms with three kids, they might be in the middle of trying to have their fourth kid, Mm -hmm. doing IVF, all these things, be told they might not be able to. Like that's heart wrenching at number four as it is number two or Mm -hmm. number one. Yes. The the grief and pain of, of that struggle, I'm sorry, some listeners might beg to differ, but that sting is a sting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so I just think we could show up and ask different things. Hey, oh, hi, Nicole. Like, tell me about yourself. Yeah. Tell me your story. What do you do? I mean, there's like a million things we could ask yeah. outside of, oh, how many kids do you have? Mm-hmm. And that's something which hopefully I'll throw this out. You you steer me differently <laughs> if you want. But like even with the podcast you're working on right now, Um, I think it's brilliant because we have got to get past this one thing that brings Mm -hmm. us value. Okay, so tell us about your podcast. Yes, yeah. And so even just with 1212 and the podcast, we're just moving in a different direction. And I would love to kind of share this really fast is that um, I went through the last few months really just fasting and praying. Mm -hmm. And I will... 100% say this honestly, because I haven't said this out loud, but I was fasting and praying to expand our family, Mm -hmm. you know, and I gave the Lord, not that I am in demand, but I just said, Lord, I'm going to pray until this day. Yeah. And if you don't answer it, I'm releasing it. I'm Mm -hmm. letting it go because this is what you want. Mm -hmm. And so fasted and prayed. And what the Lord revealed to me was, again, the answer is no. Yeah. However, you know, he kind of jumped in and showed me this new mm. realm, this new experience for the ministry in the podcast, mm. um, because ultimately we're called to bring people to him, Yeah, you know, bring people to Christ. And yeah. so we're just opening up our arms and, you know, adding more people to the table, but yeah. just having this purpose beyond motherhood, yeah. because I mean, it's, it's something that I'm still working on yeah. of just saying like, okay, yes, I'm so blessed with Delaney. I like that is my girl. Yeah. But I come from a family of like the Huxtables. Yeah. You know, and so I would love for Delaney to have siblings and, you know, and things like that. But 
that is not what yeah. what and who God has called us to be. Yeah. And I still have purpose. Yeah. My life has purpose. Right. Her life has purpose. Yeah. You yeah. know, our family has purpose, right. even though it looks different yeah. than what I wanted or what yeah. I thought. That's good. And so, yeah. That's so really it's just good. like purpose beyond motherhood. Like that. that can't be the only the thing. The only thing. <laughs> and I, you know, I love that because that's very fitting for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like motherhood is not something that will will I will enter into in my life. Now I am a mother at heart. Yes. Like I'll always preach that. Yeah. Um, I have babies in heaven and I have people on this earth that I have mothered and loved. Mm-hmm. But motherhood is not something that I will step into. But I still have purpose. Yes. And my husband has purpose. Our marriage has purpose. Our legacy is not over because we don't have a bloodline. Mm-hmm. And I just love that you're going to expand to allow the single woman who mm-hmm. doesn't want to get married right now. She is the entrepreneur building something and and carving out a legacy that's different maybe than her family or yes. her friends. And she can show up and hear from people on your podcast that motherhood or marriage is not the thing mm-hmm. that you have to arrive to. Yes. And I think in our society today, we've created that to be the purpose. Yes. Especially, 100%, you know, yeah. sadly, I think even in the church world, we have fostered that sense mm-hmm. of, you know, being a mom is the thing. And really, it's being the woman that God called us yes. to be. Yeah. Yep. And so um, I think that's beautiful. And yeah, I, I think that's something that I can relate to in what you're saying of, you know, this is where you are. This mm-hmm. is the season. This is the the path in which God's made clear for you. And you guys are stepping in it. And there's a whole, I, I want to say this as a caveat. There's a whole lot, a whole lot of, that doesn't mean life just got more simple. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> no. Like somebody was saying something the other day, like, or I saw this meme, like saying like, you don't know what tired is if you don't have kids. And I'm like, actually, yeah. eh, not true. Um, I did not comment on that person's meme. Um, <laughs> but I thought to myself, actually, like I'm so freaking exhausted the day that I read that. We've been traveling. We've had conferences. We've been investing in people's lives that we care about. It does not mean life just got more simple because you have Delaney and you're choosing not to expand Mm -hmm. your family past, which I love that you said that her life has purpose because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we can minimize what we have Yes, and it it can tend to be clouded and become purposeless. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's even people sometimes. We can cloud over people. And I love that you spoke that because her life, I mean, she is like, she's a shining light. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you see that little girl and she just shines so bright. And so what you get to invest in her is beyond anything that, mm-hmm. that I think people could imagine, but you're choosing to embrace that, yeah. right? Versus it being the sad thing that you don't get. Mm-hmm. So I'm encouraged by how you live your life of really just embracing like where you're going Mm -hmm. where you're headed okay so i have another question what do you feel is like when you show up in those environments and you know that you might stick out a little bit especially now you're kind of navigating this new like this Mm -hmm. is new for you um in saying like okay we're moving forward this isn't the path that god has for us to continue expanding our family how have you found um, yourself kind of processing how to communicate that to people. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I put you on the spot on that one. 
I, I think the first thing for sure is I have to realize and remember who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I know that may sound like, like Christianese, mm-hmm. but really who, who am I mm-hmm. as a person? Who am I as God's daughter? Mm-hmm. You know, I, yes, I am Nicole, yeah. you know, and I have all of these things, but also mm-hmm. I'm also called, I'm also yeah. wonderfully made, yeah. you know, I'm also chosen. And so I have to remember That's going good. into these places of just like, Hey, I have been called yeah. and I'm, I will be equipped with everything I need to, yeah. to survive in this space. Yeah. However, if I get into my head and let the anxiety take over, then instantly I am, you know, yeah, I let the enemy take over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's let's hone in on that's really good, by the way. Let's hone in a little bit on the anxiety part because you and I have both talked about how, you know, we've navigated our own journey of anxiety mm-hmm. and and figuring out like, okay, what what is the root of that? How do we as our individual selves like navigate mm-hmm. that? Um, but I do think naturally when walking through infertility, um, and pregnancy loss, there is, it is an open door for anxiety to come in. Um, also if you are a people pleaser and a perfectionist, like we both have confessed to be, (laughs) you tend to have anxiety underlining in your life. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about how entering into this like new decision and I keep saying that because I know it's very new for you guys mm-hmm. like it's super new yeah. like I mean I just like, found that out today <laughs> so like I I I can feel very deeply um I don't know why it's making me emotional but I can feel very deeply like the freshness of that mm-hmm. and just how what a big deal it is to come to that decision um navigating our decision to step into being a childless couple that was the hardest part mm-hmm. to make that decision to come to that yes it's not easy and i just feel that deeply and knowing how fresh that is for you um share with us a little bit about how you've had to navigate your anxiety in that process mm. <laughs> if you don't mind <laughs> no not at all just my anxiety is is very interesting mm. and you know, it's something that I daily, if not hourly, have to have to be aware of. Yeah, same. Um, just because I could just in an instant yeah, go down spiral. The... Yes, yeah. yeah, and just spiral. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. again, just trusting, like I have to trust and I have to remove my expectations mm-hmm. and my view of the world. Um yeah you know, to, to really manage it because I know my husband always says this. He's like, that's not, you know, he'll say something to me. I'll repeat it back in my, my own view, you know? And he's like, that's not what I said. And I'm like, well, that's what I heard. That's what I heard you say. (laughs) Oh, that that never happens in this house. We'll just keep moving on from that. (laughs) Yes. You know? And so I I carry, I carry those things, you know, with me. And so I'm just like, okay, what is, what's the truth behind Mm -hmm. this? what really is the view of, you know, whatever the situation yeah. is. And then two, knowing that if I am still breathing, yeah, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, like I yeah, have another good. opportunity yeah. to, to be renewed and refreshed yeah. and, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think there's such a, um, and you know, I, I feel like I have a pretty diverse group of listeners, but I think 
that I, the reason why I love that is because they, if they're listening, they know that I'm just me and I'm not going to change that no matter who's mm-hmm. listening. But we've talked about how we've addressed it very spiritually, naturally, yeah. mm-hmm. physical, you know, whether that be breathing exercises yeah. or that be grounding ourselves in some capacity of, you know, walking outside in the grass. Like there's literal things that, that we have to do, physical, natural things that we have to do. And then there's like what you're talking about of really stepping into, okay, I'm spiraling, which means there's probably a lot of untruth spinning mm-hmm. through my mind right yes, now. Yes, yeah. And in that, I'm having to step into finding, like settling it enough so I can find the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think they coincide. Oh, yeah. Like yes. doing those natural things so that we can simmer down to then step into that place where we can know truth, we can know freedom, we can know what the Lord's saying. Um, we can have that sense of trust. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's um, it's not even just our lack of trust in God, but it's our lack of trust in ourselves. Mm. And it's That's that insecurity good. that can creep in um, and that perfectionism or that yeah. people pleasing. And we spiral in these like, well, I do, in these scenarios where I'm like, wait, how in the heck did I just get way down there? And it is a daily thing, mm-hmm. you know? And and Jason and I are even learning how to navigate that together. We have an awesome counselor. If you don't have a counselor, you should have a counselor and meet yeah. with them all the time. We meet yes. with ours tonight. So, um, but we just had a session uh, last week and I was talking about how I am doing better in my anxiety, but like when it shows up, it's so intense and I'm like, where in the heck did this come from and mm-hmm. how do I get it to stop? It's like all the tools I know, all the truth they just, I know, yeah, it goes, it goes right out the way. Um, so I appreciate how you're saying like settling and you use that word like finding the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a key practice that we can all learn no matter what our faith is. What is the truth of who you are? Yes. Um, and so this is a little off-road tangent, but... One thing that I've really been passionate about lately is in the faith community, we talk about faith, mm-hmm. right? Have more faith or engage your faith. And I am all about faith. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I am without my faith, yeah. but my faith is not in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It is not in um, giving more of it or having more of it or engaging more of it. My faith is actually my choice to trust in who God is. So I can get through yes. the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes anxiety, I'm going to think really hard on how I say this. When you've been raised or you are in the faith community, when you're doing ministry like we both do, a lot of times we tend to trigger our own anxiety mm-hmm. by our methodology of faith. Yeah. And I wish that as a faith community, we could encourage people to understand that you can't have more faith. You just have faith, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) If if the word of God is like the grain of a mustard seed is enough, then why would God ask us to have more? Mm -hmm. And in that, we have created, I feel like a society, a group of people that are so anxious and it's because they can't do enough. They can't have enough faith or they think they have and then they got disappointed and they didn't get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. When faith isn't in the thing you want, faith is in yeah. the person to guide you and lead you. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, I, for me personally, that's a revelation that I've had in, in the whole anxiety thing is like, wait, I'm actually freaking out right now because I think I should be doing more. And I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally can't. Now, I'm not saying that's an excuse for us to, like, you know, be just lazy. Yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. How, what are your thoughts on that? Because it's kind of a new revelation for me, but one that I feel like is a bit eye-opening. I loved that. I was like, that was right on point. <laughs> I really, that, that encouraged me, mm. you know, for sure. And two, and it, it reminds me that it is okay to, with all of the tools that I have in my toolbox, yeah. like I still have faith, yeah. but yet, you know what? I still have to take my anxiety medicine. Yeah. I still yeah. need my lavender exactly. or weighted blanket. My peace or... and calming. <laughs> yeah. Like that stuff is like lathered on every day. <laughs> Right. And that still, I, I have faith. I still yeah. trust in the Lord Yeah, and, th- and there's no, but it's no, just, yeah. I still, I still yeah. need a little bit of help yeah. and that doesn't make me any right. more or less, That's right. you know, I still have faith. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's, oh, that's so good. Like our faith in God is in who he is. Mm-hmm. It's not in what we lack or what we have. Yes. Because if that's the case, then why did we, why do we even need him? Why do we need mm-hmm. faith in him? And so I love that you're saying that because I think there's a lot of people that need to hear, especially in this community that we're speaking to, is that, you know, to have barrenness in our life and not live broken means we need to understand where our faith actually is. Mm -hmm. Our faith is not in ourselves. Our faith is not in the doctors. Our faith is not trying this thing or that thing or whatever. It's literally just in being and taking one step at a time. And if we replace faith with well let me say it this way if we cause our faith to be about what we're going after Mm -hmm. we will be disappointed every time and sadly i feel like there's so many people that are walking around anxious and disappointed because they've thought or been told that they have to put their faith into that thing Mm -hmm. when really if we'll put our faith in who god is and what his word says he is yeah then whether that thing ever happens or not Mm -hmm. we still live with purpose yes right so good and so i just i mean i'll preach that all day it's my new soapbox Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie because i just i'm grieved that i've lived that way for so long Mm -hmm. And, and to see women like you come in here who are going after purpose, going after dreams, and you're still battling anxiety and the world or society or our faith community might tell you that you need to pray more or have more faith or mm-hmm. engage your faith more. No, you've engaged your faith because you showed up. Yeah. Like you engaged your faith because you said, God, I am going to go after mm-hmm. whatever you tell me to. Yes. And there's not any more that you need to bring. And so it's wrestling then, I know, that somebody's going to message me or something and be like, okay, but then I have faith in God and, like, I prayed more and, like, how do you have this relationship with God? Where does he come in? And I think really it comes in with he is our He is the steadfastness yes. in which we live and walk our life. Mm-hmm. And he didn't promise perfection like we both try right. to strive after. <laughs> he didn't. It fails every time because that's not what he promised. Mm-hmm. But he did promise to walk with us. Yeah. He did promise to comfort us. He did promise to protect us mm-hmm. and to lead and guide us through, right? If you look at all the stories you talked about earlier, like referencing people in the Bible and like we try to strive after these things. Mm-hmm. If you look through the Bible, like he is so faithful to lead and guide and those who follow, right? Yeah. Those who follow him, their life is steadfast and yeah, I just, I want to see that in our lives and 
going back, circling back around as we kind of wrap up a little is when we show up environments that we feel like we stick out and we're less than, for me, I don't know about you, but that is where anxiety can be triggered mm-hmm. a bit. Yes. And yeah. so I just want to wrap up with kind of your thoughts on, okay, knowing this conversation we've had about faith and anxiety and how do you, how did you show up today and how did you navigate through leaving more confident than you felt in that moment? Something that, you know, the Lord revealed to me just this year, it was just a few months ago, um, is that I am a messenger, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a messenger for him. And um, for so long, really 39 years of my life, mm-hmm. you know, I was so quiet and just completely afraid to mm-hmm. use my voice. And so just the Lord reminded me of just like, hey, I am a messenger. I can shine my light, you know, for him, you know, like it's nothing that I'm doing, but I can be sure of, you know, what he's given me, you know, and just reminded that it's okay. And I'm not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You're for me, girl. I got you. You know, I, I'm not for everybody yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. You know, and yeah. which is hard for a people pleaser. Oh, it's hard. And, girl. Let me you tell know, you. and just that anxiety part of it, yeah. but just remembering that, Hey, Jesus was persecuted yeah. and not everybody liked him and yeah. believed in him. And yeah. so who am I to think that that's yeah. not going to happen to me? Yeah. And so just having courage, just showing yeah, up, good. having courage yeah. to, to just be myself and to operate in purpose instead of just being so afraid that I am, you know, I'm just stuck, you know, in my feelings. Okay. One more question. If you could sit in front of those same women that you sat in front of today and you could say something to them that would be uplifting, encouraging, but also clarifying the gap that was felt Mm -hmm. and how to close it, like, what would you say to them? I think, I think for sure, I would say we are all here for a reason and yeah. we were, we're here on purpose, yeah. you know, for a purpose yeah. and that we all have something to learn from each other. Yeah, and so instead of, instead of just, you know, saying like, oh, I can't connect with this person or this person is so different from me, yeah. really just softening our hearts, opening our eyes and ears to be like, okay. Their story is a little bit different, but yeah. what can I learn? How can I grow from this yeah. person? And just giving people the opportunity to do yeah, that. That's good. I love yeah. that. I love that so much because I think it's important that we begin to show up the way that we hope other people will. Mm-hmm. And I think as we do that, it will begin to change. Like the, we can only be the change that we can be. Yes. Right? Yeah. And in, in the environments that we actually have influence over. And mm-hmm. as we do that, change will happen. You know, I think society will change as we keep showing up and in the way in which we hope other people will. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm a really strong believer in that, like in saying, hey, like I, my life is so different from these moms that are, you know, stay at home moms with three kids. I work from home. I have no kids. Mm -hmm. I have a dog. I have lots of friends. I'm blowing and going. I'm going after dreams. But I can learn from those women. Mm -hmm. There's things that my life needs in order to be filled with purpose and vice versa. I cannot bring to them advice on how to feed their children. Mm -hmm. But you know what I can do? I can call out beautiful things in their kids. Yeah. That they're so busy, they they know, but they might forget as they're Mm -hmm. driving them crazy. Yeah. Right? Like I can provide (laughs) 
um, comfort and encouragement. And I can, I was making this joke to you earlier, <laughs> I can show up and babysit your kids other than your mom friends who don't want your kids to yeah. come over because they're burnt out <laughs> from their own kids. But I'm not burnt out, so you can bring your kids over and I can play yes, with them, yep. right? Like we all get to show up and bring something. You were saying that your husband always says like it's a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I love that because sometimes we're missing pieces of our puzzle because we've shown up like what you experienced today. Yeah. And so I love what you said. And I hope that, I hope that every person that's listening, that you will begin to show up the way that you want other people to, but then also that you're aware, like be aware. It took, it would take one person to notice Nicole today. And I was, I was telling her like, as a facilitator, I would have seen, okay, this woman has something that this group needs and this group she, she needs something from this group. Mm-hmm. And so just being aware, like being aware of the people that are in the environment that you're in and how you can can foster connection, purpose, yeah. accountability, peace. Um, and so just bringing to the atmosphere um, that you're in what you want to see happen. Yeah. So thank you so much Aww. for um, encouraging us today and for encouraging me for having this chat um, I could sit here for like another hour and chat about a million. I mean, there was like so many know, directions. Like, yeah. um, but before we do wrap up, is there anything you would like to say um, to the listeners of Bear and Not Broken? Um, anything you want to encourage them or anything that as we talked, you were like, I want to go back and say that thing. Just be encouraged that, again, you, you have a purpose mm-hmm. and that might look different. And sometimes yeah. we have to... You know how we just talked about puzzle pieces is that we have to get rid of the picture that we thought, yeah, you know, good. that was going to be put together yeah. and that that's not right, wrong or different. Yeah. It's just what what God yeah. has for us. Yeah. You know, and we all have something special to offer yeah. our communities, our yes. sphere of influence and to not be afraid of that just that's because good. it looks a little bit different than, than what you had thought or hoped or prayed for. That's good. That's yeah. really good. And don't let other people feel awkward about it. Like show up <laughs> yeah. and just be it, yes. whether they get it or not. Yeah. So thank you. Um, you know, I just want to encourage everyone listening. Like we all have barren places in our lives, mm-hmm. um, but no matter the barren places, we do not have to live broken. We do not have to live as though our barrenness is who we are. Yeah. And so I hope today that as you listened, you were encouraged and that the places that feel barren or maybe the places that have felt broken will have life breathe into them and purpose breathe into them so that you can step forward and be exactly who God's called you to be. Whether you are a mom, you're a single woman, you're a dad, you're a couple that's childless, you are an individual that's seeking out to find exactly what God has for you in your life. And so thank you for coming on the journey with us. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. All right, see you next time.